0: But it's now time for the Rural News with Susan Murray. Kia Susan. And growers want more certainty around the RSE scheme. Good afternoon, Charlotte. Horticulture New Zealand says growers are losing confidence to expand their business. Now, the government's only raised the cap for Pacific Island workers by 500 this season. The lift takes the total number of recognised seasonal employer workers allowed into the country each year to 19,500. Chief Executive Nadine Tunley says horticulture plays a huge role in strengthening the economy, but orchardists aren't encouraged to grow if sourcing enough labour is is difficult. National has said it will double the REC worker cap over five years to 38,000. Meanwhile, a central Otago stone fruit grower says the off-the-cuff decisions around REC numbers are frustrating. Simon Webb says while he has enough REC staff for this year, it takes a long lead-in time for growers to set up to support the Pacific workers.
1: So if we had some forward planning from a grower's perspective, We'd be able to plan infrastructure to look after the RSE. We we would be able to build accommodation for them that's really suitable and um, suits their cultural needs. And we'd also be able to plan, you know, where they're going within the industry. Are, are they going up north to the kiwi fruit? Are they coming down to Central Otago? So then we can actually place the infrastructure as growers in the right place because it's expensive to get the infrastructure into place. So that this all takes a lot of time and. So just to say there's 500 extra people coming, where are they going?
0: Meanwhile, Simon Webb says sourcing labour doesn't appear an issue in central Otago this season, with more backpackers and New Zealanders looking for work. There's a call for better training on and risk management after two deaths, serious injuries and three high-risk incidents in just over a month across construction, mining, forestry and other sectors. Health and Safety Council for Mining and Quarrying, Minex, says mining had to improve its training and procedures after the Pike River disaster, but these recent events show the risks many workers are still facing on the job. Chairman Joe Edwards says these Statistics are too high, and more must be done to keep workers safe and avoid fatal accidents.
2: Really concerns me that a life has been lost, and so often because training and/or risk assessments weren't properly considered. We need to improve, focusing on how we keep people safe.
0: He says employers should have the appropriate equipment, procedures, and training in place for staff.
2: Everyone has the right. To say stop if they feel it's unsafe or they haven't got enough information for people working on their own you have to be your own judge to say well is this safe should i be doing it a better way or a different way and there's always organizations out there that are, that are there to help support
0: Joe Edwards also hopes the WorkSafe staff restructure will not impact frontline inspectors as the Royal Commission into the Pike River highlighted the importance of having a strong and independent worker protection agency. WorkSafe data shows 37 work-related deaths across all industries in the first six months of this year. National has doubled down on plans to scrap a government fund which helps businesses reduce their greenhouse gas emissions. The $1 billion decarbonising industry fund has seen grants given to Fonterra, Silverfern Farms and wool scouring business Woolworks to replace coal burners. National's finance spokesperson Nicola Willis told Morning Report it doesn't make sense giving money to profitable businesses when they should be making the switch themselves. The
1: key tool in our economy for driving out fossil fuels, for getting big polluters to change no the way they do, they do business, is all. to price carbon. What we intend to do is make the emissions trading scheme sustainable by ensuring that instead of cutting checks to big profitable polluters, we will take the revenue we raise from taxing fossil fuels and we will return it to Who New Zealanders in the form the carbon of income price. tax reduction.
0: Nicola Willis says the market would determine the price for offsetting carbon. Labour's Grant Robertson says the fund supports businesses to decarbonise and brings down the country's emissions to meet global targets. The latest export figures show Australian lamb production is continuing to push New Zealand product out of the key China market. Between June and August this year, New Zealand processed 18% or 500,000 more lambs than the five-year average for this period. AgriHQ analyst Mel Crowde says this should have meant export volumes grew, but they didn't because of subdued Chinese demand and cheaper Australian lamb undercutting New Zealand's product.
1: The total volume of lamb exported from New Zealand uh, in August came in at just under 20,000 tonnes, which is actually the lowest volume we've seen for the entire season. Uh, but in contrast, Australia just continues to um, push their lamb exports, um, and those higher exports kicked off in May and have continued right through into August, which was actually a record month for Australia their export volumes came in at 32,000 tonne. Uh, now that is the highest monthly volume uh, on record. China was also Australia's largest land market. But again, in contrast, New Zealand lost a little bit further traction into China. Uh, exports there slipped under 8,000 tonne in August, and that was down from 8,400 tonne in July. So, yeah, a little bit of pressure coming on in that market.
0: AgriHQ analyst Mel Crowe. A Waikato business leader says the full force of the current downturn in meat and dairy prices is likely to hit next month and be bigger than many expect. Last month, Fonterra's milk price forecast dropped to below the cost of production, and sheep and beef incomes are also taking a hit with dropping export demand. Dairy alone contributes $2 billion to the Waikato economy. Chamber of Commerce Chief Executive Don Good says there hasn't been any notable drop yet, but it will probably hit after the election. That ends the Rural News for Thursday.